She's not here to judge. She's here to report the honest news on healthy living. She's Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. It's time for Naturally Savvy. It is so important to be aware of your environment, whether you live in the city or the country. But today we're going to be talking about urban eco woman. She's a modern day heroine. Here to talk about that is Crystal Harbins. Hello, Crystal. Hi. Is this Andrea or Lisa I'm, I'm on with? This is I'm Lisa. It's yeah, I'm with both. Yes, I, I'm starting out. I just want to say I love that urban eco woman. Okay, so break that up for us. Urban eco, and well, we know what a woman is, but urban eco woman. <laughs> well, okay, so urban is that, you know, I was born and raised in the city. I still reside in the city. Um, I've never owned a car. My main modes of tra- transportation are, you know, my bicycle, you know, whatever cool running shoes I have at the time, and the TTC. So that's kind of been the urban part of me that's still alive and active. The eco part is really, you know, after volunteering with various Indigenous tribes across Canada, you know, I was really influenced by the way that, you know, they relate to the planet and nature. So after that, after being exposed to that, um, I, I realized that the only really way to preserve the nature is, is to become conscious. And, and through becoming eco-conscious, one becomes eco-active. And of course, being, you know, a woman, I'm naturally a feminist, <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of it. Um, All right. you know, body po- I'm a body positive, act, you know, advocate. Um, you know, I've really critiqued the, the, you know, the mainstream industry and what they've done, you know, to women, pumping all these products down our throat that are toxic, you know, toxic body image, uh, unrealistic goals that they've kind of made for us. So, yeah, that's the evolution of the Urban Eco Woman. I love it, Crystal. And this is Andrea. So what I want to do is talk, I mean, I know you, Crystal. We've known each other for a couple of years now. But what I'd yes. love you to talk about is the body positive advocate. Tell us a little bit about what that is and how people, for those who are listening, who let's say have daughters of their own or even for themselves, what they can do to have that, you know, positive body image as well. I, well, first of all, turn off the television. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're not wrong. No, that's that. actually good advice. Shows. <laughs> you know, t- tell them to tune in to um, the Radio MD. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, seriously, I think that <laughs> the, first thing we, <laughs> the first thing we really have to do is, is realize that the media, uh, the, the more we are exposed to the media, they purport images that are very unrealistic to women. That's, that's number one. And um, self-acceptance is, is a big thing. And just pumping self-esteem into, uh, you know, young girls at a young age. So, you know, constantly telling your, your, your young daughter, hey, maybe you should go on a diet, you know, uh, you know that, that, that's first of all, that's problematic from the beginning. This whole notion of, of telling your daughter to go on a diet, first of all, is problematic. Um, curves are natural to women. Women have curves. So I think that also just, you know, putting down magazines, like the more we consume um, problematic and unrealistic images, the more that women internalize these images, right? So I think just, you know, uh, mediating and, you know, just not just, just, just first of all, just, just, if you have a young daughter, I would say just limiting her time on, you know, on television, like you things like MTV, things that, you know, show women with, I mean, I, there's nothing wrong if you want to have, uh, you know, if, if, if you want implants, you know, I think every woman has their own choice. <laughs> but I think that, you know, sure. when you want implants, and then the next thing is a nose job, and the next thing, my lips aren't big enough, or nothing's ever good enough. It just keeps going. It, it, it's, just, it's just a cycle of disaster, really, and a cycle of low self-esteem. So I mean, I've, I've, when I say I'm body positive, it just means that um, I've accepted who I am, and I'm very critical, and I have a critical look at how you know the media and the role that they play in shaping our self-esteem. 
Well, I think the issue with kids, especially when they're watching TV, now there are, there's a lot of obviously good programming on TV, but I think for kids, we've had Marcy Warhoff Nadler on the show before, and she's told us how they'll use people who are in their 20s or even 30s playing a 13-year-old or a 15-year-old. And I think a lot yes. of the time it misrepresents women. So women are like, oh, I want bigger boobs or, you know, they're totally emaciated, right? So they don't really have real bodies that average, the average woman has. So I think that's where we get into some trouble with young kids watching television and then wanting what they have. I know, Lisa, you wanted to say something as well about that. Yeah, well, I wanted to say, you know, I've I've been talking to my daughter about this since a very early age, and now, you know, she's 11, and she'll look at a magazine, and she's like, you know, Mommy, that woman is Photoshopped. She doesn't really look like that. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> you know, so yeah, we talk yeah, about exactly. She likes this show called Winks, which I'm kind of embarrassed, but it's these, oh my gosh, the skinniest fairies you've ever seen, very <sighs> over-sexualized, but it's a cute plot, and she loves magic, she loves wizards, so I let her watch it, but we always talk about it. And I think that's something too like I don't think you have to ban your kid if there's some kind of a magical show or they something they enjoy and maybe the animation is not perfect but just have a conversation about it at least that's my point of view but yeah, I'd love to yeah. get back to talking about the um the eco active and the eco conscious tell us how you apply that in your life well um, well first well I was um I'm into the beauty I'm into I'm into beauty <laughs> like most like a lot of women are um you know I I used to line up at the MAC makeup stand when I was you know like 13 14 looking for lipsticks and stuff um and it's not until I became conscious of how toxic some of the ingredients some of the ingredients that they were using were first of all they weren't even clear about the ingredients that's number one I would go there and the the, the women at the mainstream counters had no idea what ingredients were in the products so I think the first step for me was through my beauty regime and cleaning that up. And the way that I cleaned that up was through, first of all, the first place I went to was just my health food store. I went to the health food store, um, and I just started looking at some of the makeup that they had on the shelf. And just, you know, started, and, and, and the brands that I started, you know, using and realizing, well, hey, this makeup actually works just as well as the mainstream brands. I look really good with it on. It feels really good. I mean, so that, that's, that's to me where I first started. I first started with, 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 you know, attacking the beauty industry and even like lotions and, um, you know, different things like that that I started using and just reading the labels and being clear about like what is not good for me and just be, just becoming more aware of that. But I think that was the first step. And then also into my diet, you know, just moving into, you know, a more organic diet and, you know, non-GMO diet and becoming cognizant of, you know, what, what that even means because it's very hard to kind of pull all these things together. So just you know, doing my research and, and I'm, a, I'm really a publicist. That's, that's kind of how I got started in the industry and just reaching out to all different people who, um, in, in the natural industry, um, who who advocate or, or who, who carry products, who carry natural products, you know, started reaching out, talking to farmers, started reaching out, and I mean, I think my my, my connection really, I guess, because I'm a feminist, is I, I tend to connect with a lot of uh, women who own brands. So my favorite one right now is that there's this brand called Tulip. I mean, it even goes into you know just just being um, cognizant of it, which is, which is a natural body, which is a natural feminine cleanser, really. It's my new favorite thing. You know, it's so, so funny, Crystal. I saw they just, sent, they just sent us an email through Naturally Savvy, the one of the founders. I think it's three oh, really? ladies who started it. Yeah, it's yes. like an on-the-go douche item. And you know, it's so funny. We have the... You know, thank goodness for Nature Care this month. They're our sponsor this month on Naturally Savvy yeah. Radio. We've had really so fitting. many talk, so many th- you know talks about you know women and feminine hygiene. It's great. So yes, I saw their product. I actually asked them to send me some samples, so I wanted to try it out. So that's great. Are you working with them, Crystal? Because it sounds like a great company. Yeah. I am working with oh, them. They're awesome. absolutely awesome. Right. I just the Urban Eco Woman um, has. I have a web series called The Urban Eco Woman where I feature a lot of um, these women, uh, where I feature a lot of brands on there, and I featured them just like two weeks ago. 
Good for you. That's awesome. I use yeah, it and I love product. it. Honestly, like it's on the go. You just it's an on the go douche, and you just really put water in it. And like that was a whole new conversation. So I was watching one of your videos before, Andrew, and you're talking about like going to a lot of these the shows, the big conventions, like the Green Living shows this weekend, and just you know just being like a kid in a candy store, like just learning <laughs> so much from these from these shows and meeting the people who started these brands. Oh, I, that's one of my favorite things. All right, so we, we don't have that much time left. So yep. we have maybe. 30 seconds, 40 seconds. Tell us some other brands that you think are great that you'd like to give mention to. Love Marie Natty Cosmetics. Um, they have one of my favorite foundations. The main ingredient is jojoba oil. Absolutely love it mm-hmm. um, if you want you know, full coverage. I, abs- I absolutely love um, Fit Glow. Uh, they just sent me a lipstick the other day called Spark. Absolutely awesome. Looks good. Feels good. Ellie Shea Butter. Um, love it. It's, it's organic. It's um, real, natural, refined shea. And we sell them all on my website as well, gmpimedia.com. So, yeah, right, those are pretty that, much so my favorites. And Tulip, of course. Tulip. So, gmprmedia.com. You can find those brands. You know, I'm always looking for great natural beauty brands, uh, Crystal. So, thanks for sharing them with us. And it's one of those things that they're hard to find, too. So, when you come across something that you love, you think that works well, and you basically endorse and that's good for us. So thank you for being on our show today. I'm Andrew Donsky along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well.